The Clone War threatens the unity of the Republic. As battles rage across the galaxy, more worlds succumb to the seductive lure of the Separatists and leave the Republic. On a vital mission of peace, Senator Padme Amidala journeys to the Outer Rim world of Rhodia, desperate to ensure its loyalty remains to the Republic. Bucketheads, Mevar Tigar, welcome to the 33rd Gungan Gliding episode of Mandovision. Nargai Tom, and thank you so much for checking out this small, independent Star Wars podcast. Remember, the best way to reach out to us is via social media at Mando underscore Vision on Twitter and Instagram. We have recently added an email account. For anyone who wants to write scathing diatribes directed at me and you don't want to deal with character limitations, hit us up at MandovisionTom at gmail.com. Uh, remember, we are on so many podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Pandora, added to the mix. Uh, check us out on all of those, and whatever, whichever one is your favorite. If we're not on there yet, let me know. I will make sure that we get the show onto your favorite platform immediately. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please remember, five-star reviews go a long way to helping this show stand out, get a little extra attention from that, that tricky, tricky algorithm that we always have to fight. And hey, we don't want to get lost in the shuffle. There's a lot of great Star Wars podcasts out there, and we want to make sure that as many ears are checking us out as possible. So those five-star reviews are a big help in that. Thank you so much for doing so. Remember, we are part of the 3BZ network of podcasts. That includes fine shows like Beer Night in San Diego, our pop culture-centric podcast, the TomCast podcast. It's also very Marvel-heavy, specifically right now, but that's okay. And then this fine show, too. We have MandoVision that you're already listening to. If you head over to 3bzine.com, you'll find links to all those shows and a Store Envy page where you can buy merchandise. T-shirts, hats, hoodies. I think there's even sticker packs available. We'll see. Uh, what unfortunately was not in stock are power converters. You still have to go to Tashi Station to pick those up. All right, let's get into it. We're reviewing Star Wars The Clone Wars. We, we, tra- we, we, we traverse. We, we continue forward. We move on. <laughs> Remember, before we start, though, we have to do the most important part of the ass of the show. It's time. Strap on your buckets. Let's go. You speak of friendship I have not witnessed of late. Where was the Republic when our supply ships were destroyed by pirates? Where was the Republic as my people starved? We have been stranded out here without any help at all. I know it is not your fault, but my people starve all the same. I'm sure the Republic Senate will approve a relief effort. The vote was postponed, but you will get your food. I am sorry. It is too late, my sweet. The Separatist leader, Newt Gunray, has promised to support us with a very generous relief effort. He is giving us food, ships, and protection. Newt Gunray cannot be trusted. All right, Star Wars The Clone Wars Season 1, Episode 8, Bombad Jedi. Originally aired November 21st, 2008. Directed by Jesse Yee, written by Stephen Melching, Henry Gilroy, and Kevin Rubio. I I don't know if I had just forgotten that Kevin Rubio was involved with Star Wars The Clone Wars. Um, I But I, I found it was interesting because Kevin Rubio, uh, for, for younger fans who may not know this, uh, back 
many, many millions of years ago, in the in the mid to late nineties, when the internet was new, and there were not ads on it, and you can just watch whatever you wanted, and go to places and go to websites and not be inundated with cookies and all kinds of other annoying things that exist on the internet nowadays. Uh, Kevin Rubio had produced uh, a Star Wars fan films. He was the man behind the uh, Troops series of, of, of fan-directed Star Wars shorts. Uh, what was Troops? Maybe maybe you're not 100% familiar with Troops. Uh, Troops was a, was a, was a, a parody, a, a, a takeoff of uh, Cops, the show that was aired on, on, Fo- on the Fox Network for so many years about, you know, cops in various cities and, and the uh, craziness that they have to deal with. And this was a, a, a riff on that, but with Stormtroopers. So it was a lot of fun. It's a really good time. I believe you can find every episode of Troops on YouTube pretty easily. If you want to head over to YouTube and, 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 and do that search for Troops and Kevin Rubio, I think you'll be able to find every clip. And I think they're still pretty good, honestly. I think they they were really fun and imaginative. And again, uh, in, this 90s, in, the, in the 90s, you know, before the prequels were coming out, you know, we only really had the books going on, books and comics. And there, there was a whole slew of just these wonderful young uh, uh, directors who wanted to, to make Star Wars fan films, basically. And, and, and Troops was one of the ones that kind of kicked off everything as far as Star Wars fan films go. And so it was, it was a real delight to see his name uh, pop up here in the, in the writer's credits. Uh, you also may know Kevin Rubio. He's written some comics, too. He did the Tag and Bink series. Uh, those, those characters initially debuted uh, when, 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 the, when the Star Wars license was with Dark Horse Comics. And you can find those Tag and Bink books. Uh, you know, it's two characters who uh, get themselves into, into all kinds of various situations and, and that weave in and out of the original Star Wars trilogy mythology. Those are a lot of fun, sort of fun, irreverent uh, 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 pokes at, 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 the Star Wars, at the Star Wars series, but in, in a good, sweet, well-intentioned way. Uh, and, and Tag and Bink were initially slated to appear in the, the Solo movie, uh, they, I believe that deleted scene is available to watch as a bonus feature, uh, either on the on the DVD, Blu-ray, or, or or your digital copy with special features. As long as you have those special features available, you can see a live action version of Tag and Bink. So that's pretty fun. Again, wanted to give a little shout out to Kevin Rubio. Uh, again, I, I guess I just forgot or <laughs> was completely unaware that he was involved in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. But really good to see him pop up in here. Our cast for this week's episode. Anthony Daniels as C-3PO. Ahmed Best as Jar Jar Binks. We'll talk more about Jar Jar in a minute. Catherine Tabor as Padme Amidala. Matthew Wood as the Battle Droids. D. Bradley Baker gets to, gets to kind of branch out a little bit. He gets to be Anaconda Far. He gets to be the Clone Troopers and Commander Kree. Uh, we have Tom Kenny as Newt Gunray. Ian Abercrombie as Chancellor Palpatine. And of course, Tom Kane as our narrator. All right, so as we mentioned, and as the title indicates, Bomb Bad General and Ahmed Best casting, this is a Jar Jar Binks episode of Star Wars The Clone Wars, the first of a, of a couple Jar Jar Binks episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars. And listen, this episode is completely... Um, well, listen, it, you go into this episode and your personal opinion on Jar Jar Binks is, is, is the deciding factor on whether you will enjoy this episode or not. Uh, I, I actually read some some of the reviews in this episode, and they were a lot of them were very very harsh. And and we've learned over the over the recent years um, that Ahmad Best got a lot of uh, a lot of negative treatment from from a, a, a segment of the Star Wars fandom, and it, it, it obviously had a 
a, a profound psychological effect on on the man, and and um, you know it, it seems that the fandom, the 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 bigger part of the fandom is trying to re-embrace Ahmed Best and even Jar Jar Binks by by extension. So uh, that being said, though, your your with your opinion on Jar Jar, whether it's it's softened over the years or it's still you're anti Jar Jar or maybe you're pro Jar Jar. If you're a younger listener, you might be very pro Jar Jar. Uh, you, I think, I think that comes into this episode. I, I, I feel like Jar Jar Binks, unfortunately, for is one of those characters that um, was a lightning rod amongst the fan base, particularly for the older fans. And and I don't agree with that perception, but it sort of is what it is. And and that your again your your opinion your your perception of Jar Jar, if if you just think he's a fool and a waste of time, and he has no place in the trilogy. Well, you're probably not going to like this episode, and you probably should just skip it. Uh, me, on the other hand, I, I while I wasn't the world's biggest Jar Jar Binks fan, uh, I didn't mind Jar Jar. I knew what he was there for. I, I I could understand and recognize the fact that Jar Jar was there to appeal to little kids and, and to be this sort of comic relief that, that would uh, fire up the imaginations of, of little kids across the world. He wasn't my cup of tea. But that's okay. Like I said, he, I knew he wasn't for me, and that was fine. Uh, I actually liked the majority of Jar Jar appearances in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Yes, he's still sort of like the happy-go-lucky, court jester-ish type character who, who, who succeeds mostly through accident and, and the will of the Force, if you will. Um, so I don't mind him very much. I, I don't have a problem, and I think this episode's kind of fun. It, it's sort of... I, I like Jar Jar Binks being mistaken as, as a Jedi just because he's wearing a cloak. And it sort of speaks to the sort of uh, ineptitude of the battle droids on another level of how how simple they are. That just because the character's wearing a wearing a hooded robe, that they're, apparently they are a Jedi Knight. So our our, our premise is pretty simple: Padme Amidala bringing C three PO and Representative Binks. Remember, Jar Jar Binks is a representative of the Gungan people in the Republic Senate. He's an important dude. He's he's got a role to play, right? We'll talk about that later, Jar Jar's role in the, in the forming of the Empire. But y- you all know that one by now anyway, so don't don't worry too much about that. They are going to Rhodia to to sort of reassure the, the senator there, Anakanafar, uh, that uh, the Republic is in their side and there's no need to go to the Separatists. They're going to make everything right. So it, it's a diplomatic mission. It is... One of the parts of this, this episode that I like so much is going to Rhodia. You know, we are familiar with the Rodians. We've seen them uh, since our first time watching Star Wars Episode Four. Uh, Greedo. Greedo is our is sort of our our our, our uh, figurehead of what a Rodian is, right? Like that's that's what you think of when you hear the Rodian. You, you, Greedo pops into your brain. And and one of the neat things about Star Wars: The Clone Wars, and they did this in some of the comic books too. But you know, the comic books were always sort of dicey. As far as, uh, is this really going to be canon? Is this not going to be canon? You know, the comic books were something that could be completely ignored on any given day uh, by by one of the books. Or, as it came out in, in, in Star Wars The Clone Wars, you know, th- we, we weren't sure. So seeing Rhodia on Star Wars The Clone Wars for the first time and knowing that it was, you know, essential canon stuff, I thought was really, really neat. And that was something this show does pretty well, where we get to kind of explore more of certain alien species that we got to initially meet in in Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. So going to Rhodia was neat, seeing that it was such a green, lush planet, sort of swamp-like. Uh, and I, I sort of like Jar Jar's reaction to seeing another swamp planet, thinking how that was going to make him super 
helpful on this mission, which, um, well, his abilities in, in the water definitely come in handy, that's for sure in this one. All right, so let's, let's go ahead and play another little clip here, kind of get us started up. Here we go. She's up in that tower? We saw God rescuing her. And how precisely do you propose to do that? Look, a Jedi. We're doomed. A Jedi? Jedi? Where's a Jedi? I do believe they mean you. Me's not a Jedi. Kill the Jedi. Don't you? We surrender. We surrender. Ah! Forget surrender. We surrender. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and so begins the pursuit. All right, so as, as we said, Padme's there on a diplomatic mission, uh, but Anakanafar has made a deal with the Separatists after the Republic failed to deliver food and supplies to Rhodia. Uh, he's, he has taken Padme prisoner as a term of the deal set by Newt Gunray, who we are seeing. Um, we saw a little glimpse of him in Attack of the Clones, and obviously he has a, he has a part to play in, in, uh, in, in Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith as well. But remember, like, we're kind of, more importantly... We're, we're picking up from Attack of the Clones. New Gunray still pissed off at Padme for what happened in The Phantom Menace and, and her efforts to defy him and, and uh, uh, end the Trade Federation's blockade of Naboo. So, New Gunray, not a, not a, uh, a, a man who can hold a grudge. Let's put it that way. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there on, uh, right on Front Street. One of, my, one of my knocks on this episode has nothing to do with Jar Jar Banks. Uh, at this point in Star Wars The Clone Wars series, it doesn't seem like we have seen much of Padme without her being sort of a pawn in, in, in schemes. And that is not the best use for Padme. She's been taken prisoner before in the series, and she's taken prisoner once again. Now, what is good, what works out well in this scenario, is Padme's ability to free herself and to... Uh, to take advantage of the simple-mindedness of the B-1 battle droids. And and that works out pretty well, but uh, again, this it's a little tiresome to see her taken prisoner all the time. <laughs> and again, we're, we're very early into the series. I mean, we're on episode 8, for goodness sakes. So that was a little tiresome, but I, I liked that she was, seems to be more prepared to be taken prisoner because she had the, uh, oh, whatever it was, the sonic screwdriver, Wrong, wrong franchise. I know. Don't worry. But she had a device in her boot that was so she was prepared to pick locks and to, and to get out of stun cuffs and all those good things. So that was that was the nice part about it. And 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 her her sort of taking the bull by the horns, as it were, in in, in terms of her her capturedness or her her, uh, her imprisonment and not waiting for Jar Jar to show up because I think she knows that that would be uh, foolish on her part, very very foolish. Now the, now, the sequence that we just played from the audio uh, leads to a big battle where Jar Jar stumbles and bumbles and, and lucks his way into, into success uh, against battle droids. Uh, but in the process, he also destroys their ship. Very Jar Jar-esh. Uh, <laughs> and this is also... We also see a, a, a creature, you know, as Jar Jar goes beneath the, the decks of the city. Uh, it's interesting to note that uh, Rodia doesn't seem to do... Uh, because it's sort of a swampy uh, environment, they they have a lot of grates as as opposed to like solid flooring, and and uh, uh, some of the stuff I'd read about that was that there was some, some plans that like you know when you're on Rodia the tides come in and out so water levels rise and fall and those grates you know the apparently the Rodians very water friendly species 
So they, as the as the tides rise, they're okay with it, and they just let the water fill their towns up. So that was kind of interesting. That would have been kind of fun to see played out a little bit further. But you know, you can only do so much on a, on a twenty something minute episode of a show. Um, the 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 swamp creature I thought was interesting uh, is I believe he has a name. Uh, the Quasal Maw is the underwater monster, and apparently it's based off of uh, Ralph McQuarrie's designs for the swamp slug creature on Dagobah. I think we've all seen that concept art that's been floating around for a million years. Uh, apparently there was going to be a variation of this creature, and they were going to call it the Nos Monster, and it was supposed to appear in Utapa- no, on, uh, on Utapau in Revenge of the Sith, uh, but that was eventually cut out because, well, Revenge of the Sith is a fairly long movie already. We didn't need to have a giant monster scene in it. And we know how much George Lucas loves fighting monsters. I mean, that is a big intrinsic part of Star Wars is is the creatures and, and the monsters that, that uh, attempt to, to uh, you know, harass our, and harangue our, our, our heroes on, on their journeys and on their missions. So always fun to see that. I'd also read in, for this episode that the initial plan of the episode was to include uh, Jedi Quinlan Voss, who I believe does, will show up later in the, in the series, but Quinlan Voss was a big deal uh, at this point, I think he had mostly been featured in, in the Star Wars comic books, the ones that Dark Horse was publishing, the Republic and the Clone Wars series in particular. And he was sort of like the undercover Jedi. He would go on all the missions uh, uh, that were sort of street level in, in, in a sense. He was sort of like, the, like, I don't know if I want to say like a crime noir-ish, you know, uh, Raymond Chandler kind of character. I don't think that fits him at all. But he was sort of like the street level Jedi who would, you know, again, do those undercover things, infiltrate gangs and, and, and death cults and all the all this other fun stuff. Uh, Quinlan was an interesting character. And again, I, I'm pretty darn sure he shows up later in the series. So we'll get, we'll get to Quinlan. Um, but he's a fun Jedi. Apparently he was originally slated to be sort of the Jedi manipulating the, behind the scenes on this episode. And I, say, I say manipulating in the sense that he was... He let the battle droids continue to think that Jar Jar was the Jedi while he was the one going behind the scenes to, you know, free Padme, to expose new Gunray, to reintegrate Rodia to the Republic, whatever. That all got cut out. So there was, there was no need for any of that stuff. But we'll talk more about Quinlan later because I do think Quinlan is really, really cool. Uh, at this point, I have to correct myself. I've already made a mistake on the show. And I forgot to say our Jedi fortune cookie for the episode which is heroes are made by the times. And I think that is appropriate. Now, who do you want to consider to be the hero in the episode? I think we all know it's Padme. <laughs> Jar, Jar, Jar Jar does some decent stuff in here, and he, he does kind of swoop in to save the day at the end. But like, come on, let's be honest. Padme is the real reason why we're here, right? <laughs> all right, let's get back into the episode. Sorry, I had to kind of interject and, and correct myself. But yeah, it's, uh, I, you know, I'm, I slipped up, and I forgot to do the Jedi fortune cookie at the beginning of the episode. I apologize about that. So, so, uh, yeah, this is a comedy of errors. Jar Jar doing his Jedi thing, but Padme attempting to salvage the mission to to get Rodia back on the side of the Republic to to convince her um, her friend, a, a character that she calls her uncle, Anaconda Far, to to recant going to the going to the Separatists and and, and staying with the Republic and. You know, she does this by... She knows Newt Gunray. She knows that he can't be trusted, that he will not deliver on his promises. So so bringing them back is only a matter of time, and it's just exposing the lies of Newt Gunray. And and that was is what she goes about doing while Jar Jar sort of distracts the battle droids and gets into uh, mischief with with, uh, with that swamp creature. 
And yeah, let's let's check out the scene now where where a Newt Gunray sort of is revealing his true colors to Anaconda Far. Anaconda Far, not Anaconda Far. Not he's not a giant snake man. Viceroy Gunray, when can we expect the supplies to arrive? My people are starving. They haven't arrived yet. I'm sorry. Your request will be taken into consideration after Senator Amadala's execution. Execution? You can't. She's a prisoner of war. We were promised. You are under my protection now, and you will do what I demand of you. Yeah, so this is when Anakanafar is realizing. Onakanafar, jeez. Pronounce the O a little bit harder, Tom. Good lord. <laughs> Onakanafar is is realizing that he's made a terrible mistake. And and the the separatists are not uh, in line with his more ethical viewpoints and the and the the ethical views of what we believe is the ethical republic at the time. Gunray Muskyoti. Padme was right. I have made a grave mistake joining with the separatists. Choativate. I know. I know. We must appease Viceroy Gunray so he does not destroy us all. Be on alert for that Jedi. He is our only hope. <laughs> and we all laugh at that because we know it's not a, Je a Jedi. It is Jar Jar Binks. So with the aid of C-3PO, uh, a message is able to be sent to Republic forces about what's going on in Rhodia. So they're calling in, calling in the cavalry as it, as it is, as it were. And... and Again, we're, this leads to the big action sequence of the episode. You know, Jar Jar bouncing around. He's got his new uh, sea creature, sw uh, swamp creature friend, doing good deeds for on behalf of uh, Padme and the Republic, uh, knocking Newt Gunray's escape ship as they try to try to flee. Once once Newt realizes that uh, uh, things are not going his way, the, but the, well, the creature knocks it into the water. He's not going anywhere. Republic forces arrive and. The episode kind of wraps up in, in this manner right here. We'll play this final clip uh, right here. Very good, friend. That's after Hold the Hold it right there, Viceroy. At last, we can finish this. Anaconda, it is about time. Blast that Jedi and shoot her. Uncle Anno. I think it's time to tell the Viceroy about our little secret. How you never meant to leave the Republic. And how you truly care what's best for your people. What is she talking about? Sorry, Viceroy. She is right. I am with the Republic. And you are under arrest. You will pay for this treachery! Viceroy, you are going to spend the rest of the war in a cell. Your victory will be fleeting, Senators. And here comes the Republic. Those are Republic warships. The clones have arrived. We got your message, General. What are your orders? My message got through. <laughs> Take this separative scum away. Master Bombat, on behalf of the people of Rodia, I thank you. You're either the bravest or the most foolish Jedi I have ever met. I'm just a Gungan, and I don't think I'm either. Well, I think you're a, a little bit of both. <laughs> Senator Amidala has brought your people's needs to my attention, and I have already sent a convoy of supply ships to your system. Thank you, Chancellor. The capture of Viceroy Gunray is a major victory for the Republic. 
All of you should be commended for your courage, and for what I hear, especially you, Representative Binks. <laughs> it's a nothing. Well, there you go. I'll have to play it a little bit longer than I planned to. But yeah, this is sort of the concluding moment of the episode, and and like we like we said, this is a silly episode in in a lot of senses, but it's also a pretty solid episode in in a lot of senses. I I really do think that it's your personal opinion of Jar Jar Binks that will affect whether you enjoy this episode or whether you don't enjoy this episode. And I enjoy this episode just fine. Is it is it one of the better episodes of season one? Ah, you know that 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 stands to be seen. Uh, you know we are. I'm I'm rating these episodes as we go, and uh, you know I, I I firmly believe this is a solid a solid six and a half so, solid six and a half episode of of the show. I I, I sort of lean towards seven, um, but again I I don't like that so far in these eight episodes. Whenever Padme shows up, she just gets uh, captured or detained or put in a cell. Again, I like that she frees herself, specifically in this episode. Um, and it's always good to see C-3PO. I've talked about how much I enjoy the droids, so that's always good. And, and Jar Jar's fine. Yes, he's, but he's Jar Jar, so you, you're either in or you're out, I guess. And, 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 well, I don't think it should be that clear-cut. I think you should give Jar Jar a chance. Like, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're an open-minded person, watch these episodes with Jar Jar, with an open mind, with a clear slate. Yes, he's a silly, ridiculous character, but in 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 some good ways, and I think uh, I I think that kind of comes through a little bit better in Star Wars: The Clone Wars than it did in Episode One, where he was he was a little grating in 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 the Phantom Menace, but they sort of refine him a little bit more. Yes, he's it's it's slapstick comedy, it, it's a comedy of errors, it, it, it's it's all that stuff, but he's fine, he's fine, he's fine, and I'm at best brings a lot. <laughs> Whatever I said triggered my Alexa. Sorry about that, people. <laughs> but I'm at best is fine. I think he does. He brings a lot to the character. I I I love that they were able to, that he was willing to come back to do the show, uh, despite at this point I think he was probably getting a lot of internet hate by 2008. I mean, there the fandom was probably full on full on at his throat for 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 Jar Jar hate. Uh, but I th I think in in the intervening 10 12 years now. Uh, people have softened a bit and come around on Jar Jar, and that's good. We all should. And the episodes of The Clone Wars are going to show that. So, yes. There we are. New Gunray, detained, arrested. That's going to be a plot point later on in the, in the, in the season. Actually, it might even be the next episode. <laughs> we'll talk about it very, very soon. Don't worry about that. And that's it. That is that is Season 1, Episode 8, Bombad Jedi. I, I hope you've enjoyed my little look back, my little... Uh, review and, and sort of analysis. Again, season one isn't requiring a lot of like in-depth analysis or anything like that, but I liked going back, or not going back to, but but seeing Rodia for the first time, sort of exploring the Rodian people a little bit more, and that's always good. And New Gunray, what do you guys say about New Gunray? Man can hold a grudge. <laughs> Man can hold a grudge. Oh boy. All right, let's wrap up the show. Remember, we are on all your favorite, fa favorite, 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 favorite podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Pandora. We, If you're on Apple Podcasts and you're listening via Apple Podcasts, please take the time leave us a five-star review. They are immensely helpful in making sure small, independent shows like us don't get lost in the mix. There's a lot of great Star Wars content out there, and we want to make sure that as many people are checking us out and enjoying us the way you are. 
So thank you all so much for listening. That's always been my favorite part, is knowing that people out there are digging the show, and, and that, again, it means the world to me. I thank you all so much from the bottom of my heart. I, On a personal note, I just want to hope and wish everyone uh, well. I hope everyone's uh, doing doing the smart things and staying safe. Uh, we still are living in crazy times. Uh, maybe the end is in sight. Who knows? Maybe things are starting to get back to normal. Who knows? But continue doing what you've been doing. Stay safe. Stay smart out there. And uh, strap on your buckets when you're outside. It's just safer that way. Remember, the, the filters on that mask, they, they, they serve a, a greater good. And that's the important part of the show. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This has been episode 33 of MandoVision. We're going to be back really, really soon. I'm hoping to start cranking these episodes out a lot faster. Uh, we'll see how that goes. So we close out the show. The only way we can close out the show... Well, there's only one way to close out the show. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. This is the way. I would like to see the baby.